Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Party. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Chrissy. And today we are discussing season three, episode two, The One Where No One's Ready. Yeah. Pretty good one. It was, pretty, it was a good one. Pretty good. It's funny. It, it always makes funny. me laugh. I feel Ross on this episode <laughs> man i have so much to like i didn't really realize it until you dive in like we do mm-hmm. but man yeah it's gonna yeah. be an interesting episode <laughs> <laughs> for us i'm like at, at times i am all of them in this episode you know what i mean yeah Sometimes I'm ready, and when I'm ready, I'm ready. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but then sometimes I'm just not. All right. Yeah. We have discussion from last episode. It's been it's been a minute. Sorry, guys. Life got a little crazy here the past two weeks. Indeed. There was just a lot going on. Kate and I were on vacation. The election happened. We were, our minds were elsewhere. We're sorry, but we're back. But we're, we're back, back now. We back. Season two, fun three. Sorry, three, three. three fun. What? I know. <laughs> what? Crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, we do have a few discussions this time. Um, just some more about Monica that they feel really bad for for her at this point because she knows. You know how much she loves Richard, but you know, wanting kids is like a life changing decision. So mm-hmm. um it just sucks now because she's living in it now and misses him very much. Which I totally agree. It's a sucky situation no matter which way you look at it. Uh poor Monica. I have to really quickly say that the more I've been thinking about like that situation the more I am not really agreeing with the fact that they broke up because like Richard said he was okay with it and I know that like I feel like in Monica's mind like her whole like spiral out of this was just a hundred percent anxiety and it's like listen if he said that he was on board I'm sure that like once it happened he would be happy that it happened you know what I mean? But he also said if he had to, like 40 well, times. Well, I know. But, like, people say that kind of stuff all the time on, like, situations that they're, like, iffy on. But sometimes it can turn out really good. And, like, they can be really happy that that happened. I don't know. I'm just being a devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they jumped to that conclusion qu- too quickly. It was really quick. You're right. Yeah, he didn't, like, he first he said, if I have to, and, like, did it. But then after she said, but I don't want you to have to do it. And he then he just kind of quieted, didn't say anymore, didn't push anymore. And he was just like, okay. So, like, I don't know. I mean, did he I feel mean, like he had to say those things yeah, for maybe. her? Or, I, I don't know, because he didn't, like, argue back. I wouldn't say argue. I shouldn't say that word. But, like, he push didn't. Push back. 
push back after that at all. Yeah, so maybe it was like something he really didn't want. I don't know. I just feel like like more conversations could have been happened. It was it just happened fast. really quickly. I think a lot of the times like you might have a conversation about something and maybe you, you do need to it. reflect on it or yeah. revisit it or whatever. Like I don't know. I don't think especially like that. I don't Obviously, know if that should be if, decided in one conversation. Yeah. If somebody doesn't want to have kids, that's their decision. And I'm right, not saying right, that, right. like, you should push them on that. But I don't know. I mean, he clearly, like, has already been a dad. So it's not like he would be like, oh, I don't want a kid. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of if he wanted to do it again. And that's, like, a lot. Know. You know, like, starting all over again. Yeah, for sure. Really? Like, it is. Ugh. Especially when, like, you have kids... And, like, you're at that point in your life where, like, they're not around all the time. To, like, have to, like, do that again right. would be a lot. Yeah. And, like, it's like he's at the time. Having kids. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, like, he's, he's, like, in grandpa mode, not, like, dad mode, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just thought that they were really cute together, even with the age difference. But we'll see. Monica is one of those people where, like, when she, like, has it bad, like, she's bad. So I just, like, feel really bad for her right now, I think. She's hurting. Yeah. Definitely. Even, like, it's continuing into each episode now, too. Which, I mean, I'm glad they are doing that because it's, like, then it would be, More realistic. It's definitely more realistic. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But anyway, um, with that said, there's a couple of different things about the princess leia fantasy because i think we asked last episode if there's any men that do have that fantasy like is it a real thing and some people said no like you know one of our guys um listeners said no it's not part of his whatever um but it's probably because it's a generational thing um and another one said that her boyfriend is 24 and he would love it because he was he is a star wars fan so it's just, it's definitely a preference thing, for sure. I think all yeah. fantasies, I guess, are. But, um, and also the mom, like, Judy showing up in that outfit was just, like, super strange and weird and funny, which I also happen to agree. <laughs> I think everyone can agree that that was just <laughs> crazy ridiculous, but yeah. pretty funny. Um, and then the last one is, they have a couple of different points. Um, she said that this was her favorite Jack Geller moment ever. And, um, he was just so awesome to her. And like, finally, Monica has a, you can see a good relationship with a parent for Monica. Yeah. Um, she deserves that. So, definitely. I'm glad she has at least one that mm-hmm. she gets along with. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and they also said that they were on Joey's side for, for this episode. Um, if you recall, that was when Joey just did not like Janice and Chandler <laughs> is you know, dating her. So they said, I'm actually on Joey's side because um, Joey has seen Chandler go through this with Jan. Wait, did I just mess that up? Joey has seen Chandler go through this with Janice. Look. <laughs> like many times and he knows that like you didn't you know you didn't like her before nothing has changed here why are you you know so into it now type type deal so he's she's like i don't really blame him for 
you know, not liking her or whatever, but because it's been through, like, they've been through this before. So it's not like a new girlfriend or something. Yeah. And there's some, there's definitely some truth to that. I can get behind that. I understand. I, yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily agree with how Joey is going about it. He's like a little bit too in your face. I hate her, especially when like Chandler's still in the beginning of phases of like really liking her again. And I personally feel like, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna fizzle again. It's just a matter of when. And I actually totally forgot about Janice. And now I know. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I was like, oh, yeah. It wasn't brought up this episode at all. But, um, Yeah, no, I agree that, like, Joey definitely um, has the right mindset about it. It's just, like, it's unfortunate, but you kind of just got to let Chandler get there himself Mm -hmm. instead of, like, being in your face like, she's the worst. It'll it'll happen again. Just (laughs) just have patience. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. However, Um, if it it wasn't to happen again, at least Joey has come to the conclusion of well at least i get to hang out with you and that's cool (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like people can change or whatever and that like okay cool so like if chandler really thinks she did and like they're working out okay like as a friend it's like all right if this is really what you want and all that then like okay like i can't i can't say anything it's not my choice it's right it's whatever you want you know so I got to back you, unless, like, they're, you know, a murderer or something. Right. (laughs) You know, like, but, um, I don't know. That's that's that. But, um, anyway, that's all the discussion points that we have today. Sweet. So, yay. Friends Fast 15? Yeah. Let's do this. I feel like, even though everything happened in one room, a lot happened. Again. So, would you say they were in the room where it happened? They were in the room where it happened. Chrissy, have you watched Hamilton? I haven't. I'm my worst. It's it. so good. Do it. I, I thought That's, I was going to hate it. And I love it. I also it. thought I was not going to like it. I was like a rap musical about Alexander Hamilton. Like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, it's not going <laughs> to live up to the hype at all. But it did. You should watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. No excuses. All right. <laughs> And <laughs> I suggest subtitles because that helped me understand the oh, story yeah, yeah. and appreciate percent. it so much more. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair on your mark. Get set. Go. Joey and Chandler fight over a chair. Monica accidentally calls Richard and leaves a message and then changes his message. And then Rachel and Ross fight, but they end up going to the gala. 11 seconds. All right. Nice. All right. Are you ready? Sure. Go. Lunges in other people's clothes, drinking <laughs> fat. Uh, what gets out hummus? What gets out hummus? Um, that was so funny. Christmas decorations to cover up stains and cozy pajamas. 14.8 seconds. Yes. Oh, it's going to be hard. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I stole like everything. All right, are you ready? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna do something for uh, sure. You got I'll this. try though. You okay. got 
Chrissy's going to have pregnancy brain. All right, ready? (laughs) Yep. Go. Pretty clothes, except for the hummus, big Christmas bows, fat. Uh, Donald Duck doesn't wear pants, but then he wears a towel. Uh, I don't know. Richard. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) 13.9 seconds. (laughs) I think it did wonderfully. All right, give me that proper synopsis. All right, so uh, interesting episode. Um, It is all set in Monica and Rachel's apartment. So um, in a nutshell, because this is a very basic episode, but in a nutshell, Ross has a very important um, benefit speech thing going on for work at the museum, and it's kind of like a gala so he has invited all the friends to come with him and he's very edgy because he is kind of running late and um everybody all the other friends are just chilling and not (laughs) not getting ready and just being people really so um rachel is trying to figure out what she's going to wear like most of the episode um bb comes over on time and dressed properly she's the only one who does however Chandler and Joey are fighting over a chair in the living room because Chandler was sitting there first Joey took the chair after Chandler got up Chandler's not a fan of that so they just argue about the chair constantly and so they during the their fights um Joey has some hummus on crackers and they spill some on Phoebe's nice dress so there it goes, boys. You rotten boys. <laughs> um, so Phoebe's nice dress is kind of out there trying to pick out something else for her to wear, a jacket or another dress. And she ends up coming out with a giant Christmas bow that she just attaches to the dress. And um, Ross is like, I don't even care. You're fine. Like, you look great. Don't even care. Um, Monica comes in a little bit late. And she just comes back from looks like the grocery store. And so she's not ready. And um, Ross is like, please get dressed, please get dressed. And so she checks her messages in the meantime and notices there's one from uh, Richard, but she can't tell if it's an old message or a new message. So she's trying to like freak out and figure it out. So <laughs> she's like, I'm going to call his um, his voicemail or his answering machine. Voicemail, that's funny. Call his <laughs> answering machine and um, just, you know, make a breezy message and just, you know, figure out if it's old or new and no problem. Um, but it turns out that it wasn't really a breezy message. <laughs> she was kind of, she says I'm breezy, which Joey says you can't say it because then you just negated it. You can't do that. So um, she is just in like a whirlwind of emotion from that message. She like tries to beep in and erase it, but then she hears another message from another woman and thinks that Richard is, is seeing someone else, but in reality it was probably his daughter. So she calls his daughter. It's just like a big mess for Monica. (laughs) Um, Who else? So yeah, Joey and Chandler are still fighting about the chairs. Instead of getting dressed and ready, they're fighting. So, um, Ross is like very much, he's already edgy at the beginning of this episode. So at this point, he's just like, I don't even like, please get dressed, everyone. Like, we have, you know, 
15 minutes, 12 minutes, like eight minutes, like he's right. <laughs> going down the thing of just freaking out. So um, at one point he yells at Rachel pretty harshly, in my opinion. But I mean, I understand his edginess. So I feel like we'll talk about that later. But he yells at Rachel. Rachel's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not going to take that. So she's like, I'm not going to go. She puts on sweatpants and was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that because I don't deserve to be yelled at in front of my friends like that and humiliated. So like, no. So Ross talks to her and they're like, they try to work it out. doesn't really happen until um, he apologizes and um, tells her how much she wants, you know, he wants her there. And uh, it's really cute how they make up. Um, So, Another weird thing, um, Chandler and Joey are still at it, so it's very interesting because Chandler hides Joey's underwear on purpose because he wants the chair back, which is very weird. <laughs> I don't understand how that makes sense, but let's take hey, whatever. And Joey's like, "Give it back," and he was like, "Well, give me, give me back the chair cushions because Joey took the cushions to be a brat." The essence and the essence <laughs> of the chair. So, <laughs> So he was like, no, like, I'm not going to give you back under your underwear until I get back the chair. So Chandler, or I'm sorry, Joey was like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to do the opposite to you. So he comes back out and literally has this giant outfit of everything Chandler owns. He has on himself. So like pants, shorts, shirts, ties, jackets, <laughs> like everything. It's nuts. And so then he's like, yeah, well, I'm going commando, too, because you took my underwear. So he's, like, doing lunges in it, and Chandler's freaking out, and it's just uh, a mess. So uh, at this point, Ross kind of loses it and kind of, I don't want to say yells at everybody, but sort of does. He is like, you know, this is the only one person that I want to go is not coming with me, and everyone else is just not taking it seriously, and this is crap and da, da, da. so um they're all like well what do you mean like it's we were just gonna get dressed like you don't have to you don't have to be so weird about it so he's like no the only person i want to come is rachel and she's not even gonna go and i'm really sorry i acted like a jerk and all these things so it turns out that they you know rachel forgives him it's all well and good and everyone he's like i'm gonna get a cab Everyone, let's be downstairs in two seconds. Like, let's do this. So at the end of the episode, everyone's ready. Everyone walks out the door. It's great. Um, Rachel finally finds something to wear. She looks fantastic. And then they go on to the benefit. Um, At the last scene, there is a guy. I don't know. He's some kind of professor or something who tries to talk to Ross and, like, sits down at their table and they chit-chat. Uh, Chandler just taps him on the shoulder and was like, oh, okay, hi, but you're in my seat, so excuse me. <laughs> and the guy's like, um, this isn't your seat. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, well, I was sitting there last. And he was like, yeah, but you left the chair area. <laughs> so Chandler's like, you know what? Fine. Give me your underwear. And the guy just said, I'm like, excuse me. So that's, uh, that's the end of the episode. Craziness. That's so funny. A lot of underwear things revolve around Chandler. Susie underpants. Yeah. That's true. This episode. I feel like there's more, too, that I can't think of. But, like, Chandler's humor aligns with, like, underwear humor. Like, it's perfect. You know what I mean? I'm not ragging on that because that's my humor. A thousand percent. No, yeah. Just fits in very well. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, let's let's dive into these characters. I feel like we all have a lot to say about things that happened in this episode. Should we start yeah. easy? Sure. Let's let's what work up to the biggies. Phoebe? All right. Sure. She again kind of is a background character in this episode. Poor Phoebe. She only gets like starring roles every five or six episodes. <laughs> right. Um but she is the only other one besides Ross who comes dressed and ready to go to the apartment, um, which makes sense because the other four, like live two there. of them live there and two of them live across the hallway. So they would be the last to get dressed. But she looks so pretty in her yellow dress. Um, I love her hair in that episode, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her hair is really pretty. And her... Doesn't she have earrings in her earrings? I feel yes. like, yeah, her earrings were really pretty. Um, she is just kind of like good. She's kind of just there in this episode for like a little bit of comic relief, I think, with like some of her little one-liners that she says. Um, the whole hummus thing. Super like, of crafty. course, like he's finally like Ross is finally getting somewhere with like people getting ready. And then they ruin Phoebe's dress, the only other person who's actually ready. And the only person who doesn't have extra clothes there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Like, I, I like how Ross was like, oh, Phoebe, you're my star. Because he's like, thank you. There's at least one of you who's taking this seriously with me. Thank you. Yay. But like, yeah, she comes ready. She gets how important it is. She said like, to come oh. at this time. You're my lucky Done. penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. I liked her in this episode a lot because it's mm-hmm. like, clearly this is a big deal for Ross, right? Right, and, yeah. And like they said, come over at this time and we'll all go together. Okay, done. Like, <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah. It's kind of telling though also that like Phoebe's the first one who's ready because she's probably the one I would expect to just like... Because she's just like, she just does Phoebe. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, she'll be ready, but she'll, like, be there at the second. Right. Oh, I got stuck, like, talking to whoever. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. I liked her in this episode. But I liked, I mean, she was was good. She was a good, like, rest amongst the chaos, if that makes sense. And was the bow a little obnoxious? Yeah, but it didn't look bad. I don't think. It was Phoebe. Yeah. It can be a little political. <laughs> Supporting Christmas. <laughs> what are you being political towards? Uh, uh Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Good All times. right. Um, who's next? It's another easy one. Maybe Joey and Chandler. We could do them together. Yeah. That whole thing is me and Meg, and we <laughs> both take turns on which role we play in that. I feel like I think I can speak for us both when our love language is that. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Messing with each other. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm going to be the antagonizer and sometimes I'm the receiving end of the antagonism. Yeah. Yeah. And vice versa for Meg. Is there like fan fiction out there of Joey and Chandler like being a thing? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that there is. There's fan fiction sure. for everything. So I'm sure. Because I want to read some of that. That'd be funny. <laughs> I'm here for that. Anybody have any suggestions? Can I Please. ship Joey and Chandler? Yeah, sure. 
They should just date. <laughs> what, did, what did I accidentally make their couple name? Jandler. I don't know. Or was it Choey? Oh, it Choey. was Choey. Because I was like, no, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Jandler. Jandler. Oh, my God. But anyway, I thought they were funny. They were I love that. Funny. I love how it's just like everyone else is probably like, give it a rest already. And yet like <laughs> they someone drop it. Right. Someone finds a way <laughs> yeah. to take it another step all the way to Joey doing commando lunges in Chandler's clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I feel like when you stop and look at it, like, is that the big, that big of a deal? No. Like, it's really stupid, but like, especially for Joey, like, I'm sure Joey doesn't really give a shit one way or another About if he has that chair or not. Yeah. But <laughs> the whole thing it. of like Chandler making such a big deal about it makes Chandler be like, uh, or Joey be like, um, you're making such a big deal about it. I'm going to make a big deal about right. it too. And exactly. it's like, yeah. this is really stupid. I'm going to go to that point of where you are. Yeah. Because this is ridiculous. And he does. And he's like, you know what? Like, it doesn't bother me, but it bothers you. And it's funny. So like especially with the you know even like the fingers crossing it starts like small. <laughs> <laughs> it starts small. he's like you can have the chair he's like really and he's like oh and i crossed my fingers ah look at that. no i'm not getting out and it's just i don't know it just escalates quickly but it, it's it's funny it works out for them i also and like this may have been one of their best scenes together it's pretty great I mean, like, the whole episode is, like, their own scene. It's probably one of my favorite Joey and Chandler moments <laughs> so far. And, it, like, how funny Joey thinks he is, because that's what I, I think I'm hilarious at times, you know? Like, my jokes, Joey I'll laugh at my own jokes. so funny through this whole episode. I mean, it kind of is. And the part that reminded, like, made me really think of me and Meg was when Chandler's like, fine, we'll just both sit in the chair. <laughs> I'm I'm really comfortable. <laughs> I, no, I really I really identified with the part whenever Chandler closed the door and he was like, he's got nothing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he's like, no one's here. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh god. Totally true. It's crazy. That was just yeah. oh my god. They really went to an extreme there. It was so good though. But it worked out and it was funny. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> here for it should um, we talk about Monica Monica yeah. oh, is just sad mm-hmm. she's yep. just sad when you're in that like outside looking in you're like Jesus like give it a rest put it down stop it, no, I get it. like all their other friends are but then yeah. when you think about it you're like if I was in that situation yeah I'd probably be similar to that <laughs> yeah of like but is it old or new and there's another woman and you're seeing somebody and we agreed not to talk and what if it's ah, it just spirals you out of control so fast do you think it was an older a new message well there was a double beep there was a double beep yeah so i'm thinking it was an old message i think that she, she was, delete. was using it as an excuse to maybe have oh. an excuse to reach out yeah and connect even if she wasn't actually connecting with be. him. That's good. That's true. That yeah. could be. It's, I'm kind of wondering if this is going to make us see Richard one more time. Like, I wonder if they need to have one more meeting to, like, lay things to rest. Do you think he that Tom Selleck got paid to have his voice in there for a second? Yeah, for sure. I'm sure he did. Yeah. 
it's it really sucks because like she seems like she's doing okay in the beginning of the episode and the second she yeah. hears his voice it it's is like a spiral. spiral yeah yeah sucks. i thought Definitely. the same thing i was like oh she's like doing good I feel bad oh yeah Instant it trigger. really stinks for her i feel really bad but i think um, we're gonna see richard one more time mm-hmm. i think they need some kind of closure they need something like i don't know maybe he doesn't but she does Maybe he does. I kind of thought in the last episode she got a little bit of closure because she like found out from her dad that, you know, Richard didn't just move on. Like he was hurting too. Well, yeah. Um, not that that's really great closure, but I don't know. I feel like they both still need something to like put it at rest more peacefully. But I don't know what that yeah. is. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, no, I feel, I still feel bad for her. it was uh, especially as the episode went on like just the timing was very crappy because like ross is just like (laughs) yeah yeah he like doesn't let her process this that she's going through he's just like no focus on changing (laughs) we're leaving which might have made it worse because she just doesn't even know how to compute what's going on but monica in general is very like I mean, driven. she's clearly OCD, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when her mind mm-hmm. sticks to something, she's not going to just let it go and move on. She needs to, like, complete that thought. So the fact yeah. that Ross was like, go get changed, go get changed, she can't focus on that until she's, like, done with this new issue that that arised, you know? She even said that, too. She yeah. was like, I have to... I have to- See if it was Michelle. I'm sorry. I just do like have to call her and just make sure that that was the yeah. daughter. La, like I have to. I have to. Right. Um, all I, right. I feel that. Ross and Rachel. I'm excited. I thought this was great. This <laughs> whole scene. I agree. It was very real. Yeah. It's very real. Which we compliment the show on all the time. The frustration. That Ross feels in this episode, I have felt before. And I can relate to him on that level. Do I agree with how he went about asking Rachel to just get dressed? No. But he, I think, I think that had he just been dealing with Rachel, he wouldn't have gotten there to that point. But he I was, think so too. yeah, but he was dealing with Chandler and Joey who are like having this childish fight over a fucking chair and he just needs them to get dressed and they won't. And then he's dealing with Monica who is like, you know, locked into this message from Richard that's not even new and she's just like obsessing over it. And then to have Rachel, like, Rachel's actually getting somewhere, like, through the whole process of her getting ready. Like, she's almost there. She just needed to find what shoes she wanted. And I understand trying to find the things that match correctly and all that stuff. Like, I get it. She just needed, like, probably two more minutes. And they would have been on time. And they would have been on time. But Ross yeah. had all these other things that he was dealing with, and he snapped at the wrong person. He did. However, I'm going to be devil's advocate here as well, because I totally agree with everything that you said. Because, yeah, she was probably one of the better ones that was just like, 
I mean, I am going to get dressed. I just mm-hmm. have to figure it out. You know, I, I got you though. Like, I want to look nice for your big night. Like, I understand how it's, it's big night for you. Like, yeah, great. However, how how long did she know about this? I'm sure longer than an hour before, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like, women in general, I feel like we plan out what we're going to wear. Like, if I know that there's a gala for my husband's company or whatever it is, and he's got some kind of big speech or something, whatever. You're going to, like, go like, buy something. Like, yeah, have it or ready. Like, yeah. Yeah, have it ready and, like, okay, that's what I got. I got the shoes that match it. Like, it's okay. And, like, bam, out the door. So, like, come on, Rachel. I know you, like, I know <laughs> that, you know, you want to do it the best you can and you are, but, like, Come on, you didn't have any idea at all what you were gonna wear, like ugh. no. And especially I, I where she's like, this says the things that like the men don't get, where she's like, oh, never mind, this outfit makes my calves look fat. Never mind. And it's like, <laughs> men everywhere are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? But like, <laughs> women as a woman, like I get that, where it's like, yeah, but that like makes my shoulders look broad, so and I don't like it. So like, I'm not gonna wear that. Like, I get it. But, like, every man is like, no, it's not a thing that your calves look fat. No. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. So that's I, my one I get point. it. You're always most critical of yourself and literally everything that you wear. And other most, people most don't see half the things that you do in the mirror. So. For sure. And, like, I don't know. I You see how edgy. I mean, I use that word a lot today. But, like, you see how, uh, like, nervous and excited and stressed out Ross's being mm-hmm. and like as the girlfriend you're not helping right the situation by acting like that like you're not helping at all you're making it worse for him like come on step it up man <laughs> like get some shit on and like be the support that he needs for the rest of the friends like be ready and be like all right guys come on like go go like this is a big deal for him like get going you know whatever that's my thing but now as far I could like continue but that's my two big points but as far as like Ross you know I understand his great deals of stress and craziness like whatever's going on plus he's stressed out about everything that he has to do like he's got to make a speech like that's Mm -hmm. nerve-wracking and like no one's taking it seriously but like Especially in his job in general, none of the friends really give a shit about his job. They're just like, yeah, science, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, like, now it's like, okay, this is a huge deal for me. I know you guys don't really care, but, like, come on. Like, be on my level or try to understand. So, however, like, him yelling at her and throwing the shoes, that's that's drawing a line for me, though. I'm sorry. Like, if someone were... if. Yeah, if someone were to like take shit out of my hands and like throw it across the room. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not about it. That's that's too much. Like I know I wasn't helping and I was being a brat or whatever you want to call it. Like okay, like that I need to fix that. I I apologize for that. However, don't be throwing shit. Like <laughs> no, nope. Yeah, not cool, Ross. I'm sorry, man. I'm have to. I'm like Team Rachel on this one of being like, all right, I'm putting sweats on. I'm not fucking going. Not no. See, I have a really hard time like picking a side, just because like, which makes it so real, right? Well, right, yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, like the whole thing, like Rachel should have been the one helping Ross make the others get ready. 
you know? Yeah. And like I said, like, yes, Ross broke at the wrong person. Um, yeah, he did. For sure. But also, he broke at... He... he he got mad at the person who he trusts more than anything, which I think happens most of the time to people because you're so comfortable with that person that you're like, you know, they're, they're going to come back. So like, I'm going to be, I'm going to vent my anger and frustrations at this person because I know that you're more comfortable expressing your emotion. Yes. Even subconsciously. So, like, that, yeah, so, like, the whole thing played out in a realistic way because I do feel like, realistically, Ross would get angry at Rachel first, even though he shouldn't, but also maybe he should have because she should have been ready. Like, yeah, like you were saying, like, if we're going to this huge event for my significant other, I should be excited about it just like he is, and I should, like, have something picked out. Go and buy something special. I know that she doesn't have a ton of money. So, like, have something picked out, ready to go. You know when he's coming over. You know when the cab is coming. Just be ready. It's not yeah. that hard. I'm going to put I'm gonna put blame on my boys, Joey and Chandler, because they were yeah. horsing around and adding some extra stress. I think I life. do actually want to blame them. <laughs> I really think they were just fault. acting ridiculous. <laughs> right. Like, especially right like, it was after funny. Ross. Yeah, I mean, it was funny for the episode, for sure. And, like, I'm happy about it because it was great, <laughs> like, entertainment-wise. But, like, if my two friends are just fucking around, it's like, you don't have respect for me enough to give a shit? Is that what this is? Like, come on, guys. And, like, to the point of him being like, you know what? You're not coming anymore. And then they're like, well, what? Why do you got to be such a baby about it? We were just going to go get dressed. It's like, no. No, I've been like, asking you for 25 minutes. You, you weren't until I just said you weren't coming. <laughs> right. Now all of a sudden you're going to get dressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I would have like, been a lot more angry than Ross was in this whole episode. Like yeah, I wouldn't he, he have let it cool. go on as long as he did. I would have been like, all right, cool, you're done. But he made some comments to know that he's, he's starting to like, he's starting to get to him. So, you know, he's starting to get to him. But he's still keeping his cool. Like he's like, all right, we have twenty three minutes. Okay, come on now. And like people are just like casually walking in. Like Monica's, Monica's like, again, you know what's happening tonight, Monica? Why in the f would you go to the grocery store for like two items? There was like two items in that bag. <laughs> okay, why in the f would you go to the grocery store like an hour before you're supposed to be ready? And like casually just walk in and he's like, okay, let's go. And she's like, oh, hold on. I just got in. Well, whose fault is that? It's your fault. So <laughs> right? get going. Especially like, because <laughs> you live in New York. Things, there's traffic. Yeah. There's like stuff that t- goes on. Like you have to have a schedule in New York to make sure that yeah. you're getting where you need to go. And I know that just as a, a tourist there, mm-hmm. as a visitor. Like, to make sure that you're on time for that show or on time for that dinner reservation or whatever, it's not easy to get around that city. It is not at all. I mean, it is. I was only there once, but, like, it's, like, nonstop. Like, you can't – actually, we were there, like, actually two years ago now, and we met up with a friend that lives there. And he we were on the subway, and he was like, you know, you can't ever zone out in new york Mm -mm, mm -mm. he's like you have to be on your game 24 7 when you're traveling like just know where you're at 
bam, bam, like walk here, walk there. Like if you zone out, you can miss your stop. Done. Like he's like, you have to be awake constantly. (laughs) And it's so true. Yeah. I feel like we got separated uh, from our friend in New York because of, you know, a five second delay of like realizing what we had to do. And all of a sudden we looked up and he was outside the so- outside of the train and we were still on it and the doors closed. And I was like, the subway <laughs> has the same attitude as the city. It's like, yeah. I've got time for you to make your decision. I'm closing in three seconds. You're either going to get stuck in the door or you're going to be on one side or the other. Pick yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's literally like three seconds and I'm not fucking around. It's three, two, one, done. Oh, like, done. That's, that's it. <laughs> no, for, no, no you on that. I will never, I will never yeah, forget so the look on Chris's face when he was on the other side of the door. The door's and closed like, and we started what? pulling away. <laughs> We're just like, He's like uh. I, and then that I happened. Like, and you have no service. Uh-uh. So it's yeah, like, all right, well, hopefully he figures out we're going to get off at the next stop because <laughs> I have no yep. way to call him. <laughs> the, it was funny. We It happened to us the same thing. It wasn't in New York. It was in Italy, actually. We all got in the subway. It was my entire family. So there was like, how many, eight? Uh, That's a eight crowd, so. man. And we're trying to like from here to here or whatever. And in my head, we were trying to get off the, the, for the stop. And everyone's kind of like walking kind of slowly. And, da, da, da. and I, in my head, I was like, you know what? We're not all going to make it out in time for the stop. Like, I just know it. And like, as soon as I thought that, I was like, I'm pretty much getting through the door. The door shut. And it was just me and my sister, Gina. And that was it. And like, the rest of the family was like, that. so like, Matt, like, I see him right at the other side of the door. He like looks at me, gives me like a quick, like, like points over to like, next stop, you come back. And I was like, two thumbs up like, I got you. <laughs> and he's like all right we'll meet you back and I'm like okay and bam like then it took off gone and I was like all right my sister is like terrible with directions she doesn't pay attention nothing so if it was just her by herself no way in hell we'd ever find her I'm serious <laughs> because like we had to go down to the next stop and then we had to well we can't go that same subway right because it's going that, that other direction, direction. so yeah. We have to like go downstairs more to the other side to get that one, to mm-hmm. jump on that. Like luckily we still had our ticket to like be able to do that. But then we met him back at the other side. It was all good. But like <laughs> Matt was like, cause like the rest of the family was starting to like freak out. Like, Oh, where are they going to? Matt was like, no big deal. Like I got some hand motions <laughs> like, you know, Chrissy next up, come right back. Bam, bam. Only in like three hand motions. And then I was like, Got you. BRB. <laughs> Zoom. It's just like, geez, Louise. Yeah. I can't live. Like, good thing I don't have a, I can't, I don't have to rely on that kind of transportation for me because it's just, it, yeah, no, too much. But anyway. Where were we? we I'm going to stay off topic for like five seconds. But where were we when we were on some sort of subway? I don't know what it was. And this and its doors are closed, and man, and this dude is hauling ass, and he literally at the door. The doors went shoo and closed on his shoulders. He was like, "Oh!" <laughs> just squeeze his way in, and me and Meg. I had to try. Oh so my god! Hard not to laugh. That was in Paris. I couldn't look at you. I could not look at you because I was like, I'm gonna be really disrespectful and laugh at this guy. And he's oh like standing god. right next to us, so I'm god, like, don't laugh, crazy. don't laugh, don't laugh. Literally, his backpack got stuck in the door, and he had to like pry it out <laughs> from it. But he made it on. 
Oh my god, yeah. it's so scary. Those doors don't give mm-hmm. a shit at all. I know. <laughs> I know. Don't care. Oh my god, that's like a such a fear. Yeah, that was in Paris. That was so funny. I just stared at the floor. (laughs) And like we both like we made eye contact and like we knew both of us wanted to laugh. Yeah. But we were like, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Wait till uh, it gets off. Then we can laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And we did. Oh, we did. When we got on the next train. We're like, oh my God, did you see that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's so good. Rachel, I have comments on her. <laughs> Give it to me. I got something. Um, oh, are we talking about friends? Yeah, yeah. Um, Oscar-worthy per- uh, performance on Rachel's part. She gets yelled at. She goes, okay. Goes in the room. Comes out in her comfy cozies. Sits her ass down. She's not playing. I'm going to catch up on my correspondence. <laughs> <laughs> what correspondence and I love but that I mean, she just like, gives it man I would have done something like that I, I think I know I would have too and you know because we just talked about like I see both sides so clearly yep, like, I, yeah. I, I can't really pick a side I see it both sides so much but at the same time someone were to yell in my face like that especially boyfriend whatever and like grab my shit throw it down and like no 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 yep i i'm sorry but call me what's the word like shallow whatever but like no i'm doing the same shit like i'm not fucking going i would have done the same thing (laughs) nah um but at the same time girl like should be fucking ready (laughs) get your shit together rachel Um, I will praise Ross too for being like, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, see, like, it was just, it was a realistic situation that, yeah, I mean, like, they were both at fault. So, like, you can't really be mad about the situation in general because Rachel fucked up and Ross fucked up. Things got escalated out of hand. Someone snapped. Rachel didn't really admit that she fucked up, (laughs) but... You know, it's all good. I also feel like that's just Rachel. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like, they handled it well as the couple. Like, he says, like, I'm sorry. Like, I want you there. I need you there. Whatever, whatever. And, okay. Like, thank you. That's all I needed. Now, I, I need you to know that it's not cool to yell at me like that. Yeah. And, you know, you recognize that. Great. Okay. We can we can move on. Right. And have a nice evening. It was a because very... if, like say like say they didn't work it out beforehand and they went to that gala after without any like without talking about that or like recognizing that how much of that evening would have sucked? Oh, it'd have been awful. Then, you know, like in reality, it would have been so much faster to just be like, okay, let's just figure this out real fast. Not real fast, you know what I mean? But yeah. like instead of having the entire evening like ruined. But yeah. Anyway. And with how, like, rushed and, like, on a time schedule and stressed as Ross was, it was cool that he, like, stopped and was like, I'm sorry, you know? Yeah, he's like, I acted like a jerk and, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, you know what? Good job. Yeah. Okay. That's all you need. Thank you. Yeah. Daddy, <laughs> can you hear that? My cat's, yeah, I heard something. What is that? My cat's working Daddy. on a hairball. <laughs> Puking up a hairball. 
Uh, been there. Yeah. But anyway. Is this thoughts and rankings time? Yeah. It is. It is ready. It is charged. I just want to say Meg was on it today. Before we even started, she grabbed the iPad. She's making sure it's charged. Never happens. No. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's going first? Do we want me to? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed this episode. I think that it is not necessarily... I mean, it does like push storylines forward a little bit like you know you see Hmm? the monica richard thing yeah you see like a little bit of monica richard you see ross and rachel's just relationship in general but like besides that not like a whole lot um why oh okay hold on sorry i was the the um ratings from last episode didn't show up right away and i was like oh no go back and listen yeah um (laughs) okay So this one, I think, is one of those episodes where, like, it kind of reminds me a lot of the middle episode of season two with, like, the whole Susie Underpants thing, how, like, not really a whole lot, like, it's just, like, a lot of really funny storylines that don't necessarily, like, push the story forward a lot, but, like, a lot happens. Does this make sense? Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, So it's one of those ones where I think, like, it's... I'm guessing it's a very loved episode. It's really funny. Um, Chandler and Joey are hilarious. It's very Chandler and Joey centric with Ross and Rachel's relationship. So to me, those are like two recipes for success with the Friends episode. It's like two of the most popular things that people like about Friends. Um, I really like it. I mean, like I think that it's better than a middle ground episode but it's not like up there with the best episodes if that makes sense um so i'm going with like a 7.598 so it's like better than the middle but not quite all the way at the top got it i like it just very funny you can go man if you'd like oh Oh, okay (laughs) i can go i can go um yeah i like this episode i always thought it was like it's I wouldn't say one of my favorites, but, like, I do like it to be, like, one I would watch or whatever. Like, it makes me laugh every time. Like, I laughed out loud mm-hmm. again while watching this just, you know, like an hour ago or whatever we watched this. Um, you know, sometimes you don't need a big story, and it works very well. It kind of, like, helps with, like, all the actors coming together. You can see how good they are with just the six of them one spot and it was still entertaining for 25 minutes like it still made you laugh they still had so much chemistry and they're just i don't know it's they're just great actors off each like they bond well with each other and bounce off each other so well that it's don't even notice that it was only in one one uh, scene or whatever i like also that there's a lot of discussion about this episode <laughs> because like, again, as you're watching them, it doesn't make a difference. Um, if that makes any sense. Like you don't really, but when you are us and you're diving into these and you're talking about it and discuss, discussing them, you realize how much there is to say about it. Right. And like, it's fun. Like this is fun to, to, it was a fun episode to discuss if you will. So 
But anyway, um, as far as all that goes, I think that I would like to give this one probably in the sevens as well. I would do 7.612. Good number. All righty. Yeah, I totally agree with everything you guys said. Um, I've really loved, I mean, I can't, I can't praise this show enough for its realness. That's, I think that's truly what I love so much about it. And like Meg said, I think before we started recording and Chrissy just said, like, it all happens in the apartment. Like, we don't even get to see Joey and Chandler's apartment. It's all in one room, (laughs) which is really cool. Um, And like, it was just so relatable. Like, I saw myself in the goofiness that is Chandler and Joey and like, that is just my life. And then like, I've also been in the situation of like Ross and Rachel on both sides, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know, just love how relatable this show is. It's just really good. And I love how they sh- how they portray Monica's dealing with this breakup because I feel like a lot of TV shows will, like, make that happen really fast and, like, have the person just be over it instead of, like, showing the the process. Yeah, yeah. And I, I enjoy that they are showing all of that. Overall, I like I like the speed at which things go in yeah. this show. Overall. Yeah. I feel like there was something else I was going to say and I forgot. Oh, like I just liked all the funny little quippy things too. Like like when Phoebe came out and was like, oh, isn't this so cute? And Rachel's like, yeah, that's so great, but not for tonight. And Phoebe's like, well, obviously not for tonight, but doesn't it just look so great? <laughs> and like, but that's even like adding to Ross's fire. Like, I know. are you kidding? Do we have to talk about this right now? Like, just get dressed. And I mean, like, to Chrissy's point too, like, it's really weird but cool to like watch this episode and be like, oh, like, I see how funny and like just you can take your mind off the world just watching the show. And then at the same time, it's like, but I can dive really deep into this and like say how it's related to my own life. I don't know. It's, it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm also going to put it in the sevens. I'll give it a 7.473. I appreciate that we were all different. Even the first decimal point <laughs> is different in the sevens. So let's see this. You're welcome, Matthew. I don't think it's going to show up anywhere. Nope. But maybe group stats? No. Also, Teddy has a lot to say about this episode. Tis truly... See, I think it's better than a middle ground episode, but our data is saying it's a middle ground episode. (laughs) Well, that's gonna happen. The data doesn't lie. I liked what you said, too. Like, I feel like this is... The perfect recipe for a good friends episode. Like it yeah, checks the like boxes of iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Monica being a little OCD, Joey and Chandler being funny, Phoebe just being Phoebe, and then Ross and Rachel's relationship. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. like that's it. You saw it all. Now if only Janice had made an appearance. Janice. <laughs> I wonder if she was not invited. I'm <laughs> sure she wasn't. Because none of the friends like her. <laughs> Oh, also, I've loved, I'm still a Ross fan. I love his um, inflections of, like, how he, and his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved when he was clapping and be like, what gets a hummus? What gets a hummus? And then I also really liked <laughs> how he's like, my watch stops. See, the little dinosaur tail isn't going around. 
That yes, I love those little things about Ross. It was so funny. Especially I'm adding the hummus clapping. <laughs> yes, for sure. Because like so that was a great one of like Ross being like, "All right, panic! Don't panic! Go! Don't panic! Go! Like it's okay. What gets out hummus? What gets out like?" <laughs> and like no one gives a shit at all anyway, so they all just ignore him. Like <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, oh yeah." whatever whatever Ross but he's like it's okay guys I got this but no one cares enough to like help or anything oh man so yeah but I feel like if I was Phoebe in this situation like what would you do you don't have any other clothes it's a big stain all right my only thing would (laughs) what's that I feel like Christmas Christmas bow I'm like I'm sure one of the other girls has like a sweater yeah. Or a jacket or a something, a shawl, something. <laughs> a little that scarf. I could I use. think a shawl would have scarf. been what I went for. Great. Yeah, something, you know, yellow is hard to match sometimes, though. Yeah. Depending on shoes you have, but like. White? Whatever. White, sure. Like. Or black. But you could just go simple. She could be like a bumblebee. I like it. Phoebe would pull it off. It's yeah. all good. All right. Um, where are we get now, guys? I'm like facts. facts. Oh yeah. All right. So, the one where no one's ready. Second episode of the third season. Oh my god. Okay. Which aired on September 26, 1996. Oh, my anniversary. But oh, many, many years later. Twenty? <laughs> no. Twenty-one. Wait. What year? No. Nineteen. I got married in 15. Yeah, yeah. 19. So, yeah. Oh, crazy. Jeez. Yeah, that's okay. right. Because we're 2016. Yeah. Yep, yep. Feels so long ago, but also not. I know, right? I just think about how freaking long 2020 has been. <laughs> I'm ready to just kick it to the curb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this um, was written by Ira Under. I can't. I always mess them up. Underlighter. Parallelogies. <laughs> Ira, because I know I mess up your name. And it was directed by Gail Mancuso as well. She's been she's been directing a few lately in the second or the third season. What's wrong with me? Third season. <clears throat> um let's see. The bottle episode format of the series was conceived by executive as a way of saving money for other episodes he used the single set and no guest stars so at this time they were trying to um which is like uh, a super no like a fact that was known that like they didn't really have that much money at this time for new things or guest stars or anything else so this was a way for them to save a lot of money for this episode and you know what yeah because they were doing doing so well. well right um, but I'm sure like guest stars cost a lot. I would imagine again, like I said many times, I don't know anything about TV or that world, so like I have no idea. But um, yeah, they they were like didn't have a, a crap ton of money. So um, Kevin Bright, one of the Shemacolids creators of the show, said that they should do this, and it did save them money. And you know what? And it worked out great because it was a funny episode. It's an yeah. iconic episode. And it's well known. It wasn't like one of those ones that you just pass up, you know, every, you know, so 
good job, everyone. Yeah. Everyone. That makes me wonder if Tom Selleck did not get paid then for his little. Maybe they like. Did we have we ever heard that before? Because did they just like reuse it so that they didn't have to pay him to record it? I don't know. Maybe. It could be. Cool, cool. Um, so this is interesting. Uh, we have a reception um, part of this episode, which is cool. Entertainment Weekly notes that this episode owes a largely stylistic debt to Seinfeld, specifically citing in the 1991 episode, The Chinese Restaurant, which also plays out in real time. Um, Entertainment Weekly rates this episode as a C and calls the answering machine gag a derivative of, jo- of George Costanza. So they think that like from Seinfeld because it was, there was an also, you know, as I said, there was also another episode in Seinfeld where they did a similar thing um, as well, but Hey, it worked for both. So who cares? Um, the authors of friends like us, the unofficial guide to friends calls it forgettable. They think the script was dull and the performers seemed to know it. Yep. Yep. Um, but they also said that none of them were, trying to make it work particularly they just just like me which i don't agree i don't agree at all i call That's major just my bullshit opinion. on that i mean not because they think it was like um forgettable like okay fine whatever but i definitely think the actors did care and they did realistically try to make it entertainable like or entertaining i should say yeah because yeah they weren't boring or like whatever like they played their parts properly and everyone was acting as themselves their characters um yeah no i don't agree with that part yeah of that but that's just me Hmm. um and the all movie guide says it stands out for the way it realistically portrays how the group inertia can slow you down which yeah i agree like they're trying to it was trying to be a little realistic i think of like what could happen like your friends and like it's it's a realistic show in some sense right so Mm -hmm. like this totally can happen easy in like people's lives no question it's hard to corral a group yeah oh my god it is it's terrible especially like with going on vacations with people and stuff like it's like we've always said if we go on vacations with friends it's literally like hey this is what we're gonna do if you want to join us, fantastic. If you don't, we will see you later at dinner or yep. we will meet up at this time. Okay, bye. Because it's like, no, this is your vacation too. And, um, you know, I'm not going to be corralling people. And like, if you don't want to wake up at eight to go on this thing, then that's cool. You don't have to, but I want to. And I'm not gonna like miss out on this tour or this whatever because you don't want to make up at eight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, That's a reason no. we're friends, Chrissy. Eight, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to do, it's cool with me. You want to yeah. sleep in because that's like what you want to do on a vacation. You want to just relax and sleep in. That's super cool. Enjoy. You know, like whatever you want. But anyway, getting off topic again. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. <clears throat> um, a popular reaction. Um, is that the episode appeared on one of the first Region 1 best of, D- best of DVD releases, and it was voted the third most popular episode on NBC in a poll in 24. So, yeah. Um, they had, as we know, they have a best of DVD 
mm-hmm. um, episodes and stuff. And one of them, this episode was on them, on one of those. So, yeah. And this episode is ranked number three in NBC's Six Favorite Friends episode countdown. So, like overall, I think, out of all of yes. the seasons? Wow. Um, six favorite friends episode countdown. So yeah, I would assume that means the entire series. And you know, like, I think if your critics always say negative, I feel like the general public always likes it better. Like the general public always. I agree. Yeah. It's just how it goes sometimes. So, yep. All right. Some more trivia. We have a lot this episode. This is cool. So, the new Oxford English Dictionary now includes a definition for going commando. They actually credit this phrase to friends because Joey says commando, Rachel says commando. Like, yep, they credit it to friends. So, yay. That's funny. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, really cool. Um, As I mentioned, this is one of the few Friends Bottle episodes. Um, they used a two-line voiceover by Tom Selleck. Okay, so it utilizes no guest stars or extras whatsoever in one main set. Um, they do say that it doesn't count the dining hall and the closing scene, though, because that's technically another set. But um, I don't know how they did that. If that was just something that they just quickly, you know, made up in a room, in which they totally could have. I'm sure they did. Um, this episode is filmed in real time. The only time lapse occurs between the whole episode and the closing scene, which takes place after Ross's speech. So, like, everything is from start to finish until that time, which is kind of cool. That is cool. Um, Chandler gets dressed in 58 seconds, and at the end of the apartment scene, Rachel gets dressed in 98 seconds. See? See? You don't need that much time. Yeah, that's all it is. It is. Um, in the uncut DVD version, Chandler sings the Get Up song to Joey. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. So, yeah. <laughs> so people, if you guys are missing that, I guess I'm sorry you missed that. <laughs> I'm not touching it's you. Literally... Can't get mad because I'm not touching you. <laughs> yeah. um, in the commentary for this episode... Marta states that David was very worried about the shoe throwing as it might make Ross seem too cruel to Rachel. Interesting. We did mention yeah, like that. that. That was a hard line. Yeah, like that that pushed me over. Like if he didn't throw the shoes a little better about it. I don't know. Like he still yelled at her pretty good, so like okay, yeah. whatever. But like the throwing the shoe thing elevates it for me. I don't know what it is. It just does. <laughs> because it's more so like you're yelling at a child at that point than an adult when you like take something from them as opposed to like just, I mean, either way. Yeah, he shouldn't have like said some of the things that he said, but like took it to a new level. He took it to a new level as if he was like talking down to a child. You know, he just yep. his buttons got pushed. Mm-hmm. I feel I, for, I, I feel for I Ross in this episode. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I again, like I said, like I, it's definitely one of those where you see both sides. And for sure, I'm like, I'm on his side for the sense of like, everyone's been knowing about this. Why are you guys not ready? Like, shitty. I'm sorry. As good as friends as they all are, guys, come on. Yeah. mm -hmm. But whatever. That's anyways. 
Uh, I only have a few more. We have a couple couple goofs here. Uh, the hummus stain on Phoebe's yellow dress changes size throughout the episode, which I did notice. It was like less smeary sometimes than others, and was smaller than others, and just was weird. Um, and in one scene, Chandler is not wearing a tie, but in the next scene, he is wearing the bow tie. So I noticed that now he, that you mention it. Yeah, Ross? maybe he quickly Chandler. put it on. No, oh, Chandler. Chandler. Oh, Chandler. I don't know if he like quickly put it on or something. I don't know, but yeah, I noticed that for sure. Um, as Joey leaves the room with all the cushions, the camera pulls away and you can see multiple pieces of tape on the floor. One is white with a red outline and the other seems to be Matt LeBlanc's mark, a green tape for that scene, which I did not notice. So I don't know if it's there or not, but we can, I'll, we can look again, but yeah. Cool beans. Um, and I think that's, yeah, that's all the cool, super cool facts I have today. Woohoo. Love it. Love it. Woo. Meg, do you have any hypotheses? Um, okay, yeah, a couple. So, <laughs> again, I think that we're going to see some scene happen between Richard and Monica again relatively soon. Or will um, we not? Because the show's apparently broke. Right. <laughs> the show is broke. That's crazy. But anyway. Um, and, uh, well, Janice, uh, there's, I'm just wondering how long Janice is going to last. I think it's going to be like two more episodes. That's it? Yeah. We're just in the very beginning of this season. I know, but. You don't think she'll last half? No. Maybe even the whole? I don't think so. What if she lasts through like season five? I will be shocked, but maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I just, I I do think that Janice is going to be a character we see for a long time in small bursts. You can only take her for small bursts, you know? Yes. Accurate. Yep, that's true. Janice. Janice. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that that's all I've got. I don't know. I mean, like, there's not really a whole lot that you can hypothesize, I guess, from this. Yeah, I don't have anything to add, unfortunately. I yeah, feel it's, it's one of those episodes. Yeah, I feel like Monica isn't going to be back to Monica, really, for maybe, like, half of this season. Is she still working at that diner? I don't know. They haven't talked about it. I would assume. Yeah, is my guess. I couldn't remember if she left. Neato. All right. Well, give me that social breakdown. All right. You can follow us on Facebook at Friends Watching Friends Podcast and join our discussion group on Facebook, Friends Watching Friends Podcast group. That's where we post our discussions every week after every episode. Thank you guys for your patience the past two weeks while we didn't have one out. No worries. We're not going anywhere. Nope just had a little mental break You're stuck with us yeah um make sure that you follow us on instagram at friends watching friends pod and if you ever want to send us anything that contains spoilers instagram is your place because chrissy is the only one with access i don't even follow our instagram page so that i don't see the stories when she does her little spoilery stories and stuff i don't i don't see any of it so if you want to message us about any spoilers, feel free to do it there. 
Um, and if you'd like to support this podcast, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash friends watching friends pod. Yay. Good job. Thank you. I enjoyed this one, guys. It's good. This is this is a good episode. That's Should good. Should we like get some coffee? I just finished mm-hmm. my cup that I would love yes. more. <laughs> yes. I'll coffee. have decaf. But don't <laughs> spill it on anybody. I have to wear a Christmas bow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, We've got our Christmas tree up. Yep. Crazies. Crazies. After Thanksgiving. Not this year. Listen, it's 2020 and I'm going to do it. You know what? You're right. You're right. That's totally true. I texted my mom and said, I texted her a picture of the tree and she said, no, no, it is not time. And I said, well, clearly I got my Christmas cheer from somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And also it is time. And let's go get some time. Okay. Game. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of Friends Watching Friends. Wait, did I do it wrong? That was right. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs>